Get ready, guys, for a jam-packed episode full of our best 30-second tips and strategies of the whole year. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. What happens when you've grown your Amazon business as much as you can and don't have the time or resources to take it to that next level? Well, that's where Thrasio comes in. Thrasio acquires category-leaning FBA brands from small business owners just like you, and they specialize in taking your brand to new heights while you profit from the growth. With more than a 1,000 experts at the top of their field in brand management, growth marketing, creative, and supply chain, Thrasio's operating team can grow your business exponentially. Find out today how you can make tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, when your business is managed by Thrasio's expert team. Visit Thrasio.com slash Helium10 to connect with Thrasio. That's T-H-R-A-S-I-O dot com forward slash Helium10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our first ever year-end Special stands for our TST, our 30-second tips. But as you know, throughout the year, sometimes people call that T, not 30 seconds, but they call it two minutes, three minutes, sometimes 10 minutes. But anyways, the the key is almost every episode, we have some just hard-hitting, quick strategies. That's what we're about here, right? Serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon and Walmart world. And so you guys had sent me some messages on which ones were your favorite of the last year. I know not everybody has had a chance to listen to every episode. So what I want to do is I want to consolidate all of the best of the year uh, as voted by you into one episode. So we're going to show you guys that episode right now. If you want to have links of which episodes these came from, so you can listen to the whole one. Those will be in the uh, the notes, all right? So um, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this on the podcast, the best way to get to the show notes is to go to uh, helium10.com forward slash podcast and then find this episode, and then you'll see transcripts of all our episodes, including this one, and this will uh, take you to the episode numbers where these ones are taken from. So we've got a variety of ones from the Maldives honeymoon strategies to some tips from Kevin King to learning about sourcing on Chinese websites. Maybe you never heard of. Here's the best of the best. Let's go. Okay. Uh, 30 second tip, save every insert you ever buy. That's it. Whether it's a receipt from firehouse subs or from anything, be a student of, of what it takes to get people to stop, pause and take action. And that's the way that I do it is in inserts. I take notes on ads that I see on TV just be a student and um, take that down. Don't just take it down, but write actionable steps of how you're going to implement it in your business. I think I've talked about this before, but it's so important in Market Tracker that people do not do is use Market Tracker for ideas on how to expand your product line. Like right now, I am looking at the Market Tracker for the coffin shelf. All right. And I see a product here that is asking me, do I want to track it or not? And my answer is no because it's not a direct competitor to the coffin shelf. However, it's a great idea for an expansion of a potential tool or a potential product for Project X, all right? So the coffin shelf, what it is suggesting for me to, to, to track is this coffin key holder. I don't know if you guys can picture that, but it's like shaped like a coffin. 
it, it attaches to the wall and has a, like a hook on it so you can hang your keys when you come in the door of your house or something. Now, I don't think I am getting uh, losing sales over that product. So I am not going to consider it part of this market. However, that gives me a great product idea for a potential product line. If somebody's interested in a coffin shelf, shoot, they'd probably be interested in a coffin key holder too. So use Market Tracker guys to give you ideas on how you can expand your own product line for products that maybe you didn't even consider. I have a good one for you. If you have any following at all, any audience, any social media, anything, especially Instagram, we do this on Instagram. We, we set up a poll on Instagram. It's like when the stories, you do a poll and you just say, hey, have you bought one of our products before? Yes or no? That's it. Just set that up. Let it run for 24 hours or whatever, however long they run for. And then look at the number of people or look at all the people who have said yes to that poll. And you know, maybe it's one, maybe it's 20, maybe it's 200, whatever it is, right? Uh, go and send them a DM, a direct message, and ask them for an honest review. Okay. okay. That is within terms of service because these are, mm-hmm. you're, you're not incentivizing, you're not, uh, you're not stealing, you're not whatever, right? You're talking to your yep. real audience who bought your real product and you're asking them for an honest review. We do this and that adds another uh, 20, 30 reviews every, every uh, three months or so when we do this. So it's a quick, easy, honest way. And you know they're following on Instagram. They're probably a fan of yours. You're probably going to get a five-star, right? So yeah. it, it's really easy for anybody who has an audience to do that. These are like home decor kind of wooden products. So what I did was I actually put these on Etsy and then I called these defective products, all right? So like I made it very clear in the title. I was like, all right, guys. This, this is what the product is. You know, I, I named the product, but this was from a, a, a defective uh, set of units that our shop had produced that doesn't meet our standards. And so we're just going to give it away for practically for free, plus the shipping. Um, and then I had pictures of some of the examples of the defects, and I put it up there for like $3 plus shipping. I was like, let, let, let's see if this works. And guys, oh my goodness, this was crazy, all right? I sold out of these defective two products, 350 plus 250 units in like four or five weeks. All right. We were selling like crazy 10, 15 units a day of these defective products that I really didn't pay for because I got credit from on Etsy. I guess, you know, people are like cool with that kind of stuff. Don't try to do it on your own collab. Collab, collab, collab. That I started out on my own, uh, which was cool. But when I when I when I started realizing, we can, you can work, you can work way better and and be more productive and, and progress even more when you work with someone else. Maybe they may be bigger with bigger than you, or someone that's maybe in a different a different lane. That cross pollination and that cross promoting, that cross collabing would help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Don't be. And this uh, is really that simple. You have to be split testing your pro- your product photography, especially the main image, as, as well as the rest of your image set and your price point. Um, it, sometimes the photo that you think is kind of like intuitively or aesthetically the best does not drive the best conversions, and you have to uh, use data in order to guide that decision. Um, and honestly, like one of one of the like 
tips that people don't think about is you should actually be split testing your like packaging and images before even go live. Like you could use a tool like PicFu to do this testing up front so that when you go live, you know, especially if you're doing some kind of like design for a label or packaging or something like that, like you walk away with the design, you like it, but you have no data to really support that. And like, how awesome would it be to have data to, to show that on average, your target demographic prefers your packaging before your, uh, over your competitors before you even go live on Amazon. So split testing pre-launch and post-launch are just so important. You'd be surprised the amount of increase you can see in keyword ranking or sorry, uh, overall sales from having a, uh, from split testing your main image. Um, and so once you're live, you should be split testing on Amazon um, for that. And there's split testing tools out there. You only have so much time on this planet. What are you doing? Are you having fun? Are you enjoying yourself? Are you showing up with a positive attitude? Are you taking care of your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body? Are you are you investing in your relationships and your hobbies outside of work? Or are you just grinding and miserable? It's like you get to choose how you show up in the world. And the world could use one more happy person. So do what it takes to be happy. Have fun. You know, Bring positive attitude. Be enthusiastic. And make good stuff. Stuff that truly serves the world. Stuff that truly serves your community. Keep making your products better and then be profitable and do it in that order. Have a good time, make good things, and then worry about being profitable. And if you've done that, you've won the game we call business. I don't care if you're at $50,000 a year or $50 million a year. That's the game. Yep. Have fun, make good stuff, be profitable. Um, and you know, don't burn yourself out by working 12 hours a day and sort of have your business be the reason that your personal life sucks, which is what a lot of entrepreneurs do. Make sure you've got hobbies. Make sure you've got a social life. Make sure you're investing in your relationships because that will ultimately make you more effective in business. So I have, I have two. Uh, the first one is fall forward. Um, I don't know who resonates with this, but I'm kind of like a, I'm, I'm kind of a perfectionist. And like I said earlier, like I did product research for a year. Um, like just, you're going to make mistakes. Just go make them and, and like fall forward. Uh, and the second one was, I actually heard this on, you had a guest on before our last podcast and he said something that's really stuck with me. He said, it's not a, it's not a product selling business. It's a problem solving business. And I feel like as soon as I shifted my, my mentality to that, things went a lot smoother because you, you, you're constantly like things keep popping up. And like, when you realize it's a problem solving business, you're a little bit more calmer and, and more productive when you, when you come across those. Oh my God, there are so many. I don't know where to start. <laughs> so let, let's, let's start with, with, with TikTok since we're talking about that. So uh, as I mentioned, like if, you're, if you're making videos that, that you want to advertise, what you want to have is capture attention in the first three seconds. So like most important is to have something that is going to cap capture the attention. After that, to send a clear message and get, get like clear call to action at the end of the video, if you're creating videos. When it comes to um, campaign types and campaigns on Amazon, let's say, what's important, never mix uh, match types. Like that's super basic. I know that that everybody's mm -hmm. like, oh my god! Like everybody knows that. Trust me. I I we we do a lot of audits for huge sellers, and that's something super basic. And a lot of people like are still missing. Like mixing match types is like uh, 
is, is not enabling you the option to place negative keywords. So you're going to block a bunch of uh, your keywords just because uh, you have all the uh, match types mixed in, in one ad group. Um, other thing is like what you want to do is, uh, as we mentioned, to, to not only target ASINs, uh, from from the same category try to target similar categories to do some cross selling uh, also try to to do um, when you when you're targeting asins don't only target competitor asins target your own asins uh, because you want to protect your listings that's the other tip so oh my god so i feel like that i need to say so many things in two minutes okay i'm going to share two things let's see if i can do it really quickly when you wake up in the morning, put on really loud music and jump around like a crazy person. Just shake your body out, shake off all the sleep, like literally jump up and down, stop, make some noise if you want to, but like shake off the night, shake off yesterday and be ready to start the day fresh. Um, you can also follow me at, at moondancer.puravita and see videos of me doing that. Um, and also, so let's start a movement. I will tell you that I made people do this at the last event I was at in Miami and everybody was awkward at first. I said, I know this first one is going to feel awkward, but do it at home. I'm telling you, you'll love it. And everyone who did it went, they were like, wow, this is amazing. My Amazon strategy tip, really, if you don't have video on your Amazon listing, do it. Look at other people's videos and you will see it does not have to be fancy. You talking to the camera and show your product um, or you show smile like the, the power of smiling, happy people using your product is amazing. And people love video so much. So you can really, or just opening the box and then, sh and then moving to showing somebody use it. People love to see video. And I know so many people get intimidated because they think it has to be this super pro video. I have yeah. made expensive super pro videos and those videos have like a couple thousand watches on YouTube. My first three majorly amateur, me fat and sweating with like, because I just given birth, um, with terrible sound, have hundreds of thousands of views. So people love oh, wow. authenticity. Yeah. So something people can do right now, if you're not already, um, is if you're paying for ad spend on Amazon, and at this point, almost everybody is, right? You have a couple ways to do it. You can have Amazon take the money for that ad spend out of what they otherwise would have paid you in your deposit, or you can choose to pay for it directly using a credit card. And that is the route I would recommend. If you don't have a credit card already, get yourself one that's got a good cash back rewards or miles or whatever you know makes sense for you and shift your ad spend over onto that platform, right? You're still spending the same amount on ads. They're paying you out and then you just turn around and pay the credit card. But we've literally got clients who are making you know, $50,000, $75,000 a year just in cash back rewards by running their ad spend through their credit card rather than letting Amazon hang on to it and reducing that payout. So that's an easy bonus you can you can do immediately as an Amazon seller that benefits you. You get those rewards for money you were going to spend anyways, rather than letting Amazon hold on to it and reduce your payout. So just a quick, easy tip, a way to put some money or miles, rewards points back in your pocket for selling on Amazon. Um, that's easy to do, doesn't cost anything extra, and you know is a nice perk of being an Amazon seller.
My first tip would be to create easily more content uh, to cover many weeks uh, of posting. I would recommend to uh, do a full shooting day. Uh, be have like prepared shooting list beforehand. Uh, just get together with your team, rent an apartment, for example, or whatever is needed for your product, especially. Uh, take all the different clothes with you. Uh, take Christmas stuff with you. Uh, take Halloween stuff with you, and just make the photos during this one day because then later you can edit those and you can use those uh, images for like many, many weeks uh, to come. And I think my second tip is to be super organized with posts. Uh, so what I like to teach my clients is to create like a management file uh, where they have all the information about the posts they have done previously, uh, because then you can easily see uh, what types of uh, captions you have made before. Uh, and then when you compare that with your results, you are more easily able to create new content that is a little bit similar to the posts you already have done, but you just uh, are able to make new posts more um, efficiently and more quicker. So travel hack, hotel hack, right? So I, I pretty much live in hotels. So really it helps just by being like super kind and nice and complimenting somebody in the first 30 seconds that you see, see them and interact with them. So as soon as I get to a hotel and check in, I always, you know, smile, greet them with a smile, compliment them. And then I uh, ask them if they have any upgrades available. And, you know, just being nice and being kind and greeting someone with a smile goes a long way. And normally I always get upgraded for free. So it, it's, oh, well, it's like something that. simple, but right. a lot of the times people just don't ask and don't do. Uh, Instagram. So a lot of people, they... Just simply DM people, direct message people, try to send them a message, but then they never get answered, right? Because, I mean, we all get so many notifications, emails, texts every single day. So actually what I do when I want to connect with somebody is I actually just uh, like maybe four or five of their photos over the course of a couple of days, leave a genuine comment, and then I actually strike up a conversation with them in the comment section and then bring it to the DMs or do a, a phone call because unless you have a blue check mark and you're verified and you have a lot of followers, you're probably never going to get your DM answered. Okay. Slam dunk easy win in 30 seconds is start for the love of God, start using manager experiments inside of seller central. It is a free mm. split testing tool. You can use it to test your title, your main image, or your a plus content. I recommend starting with either main image or a plus content. It's really easy to do. It takes five seconds to set up. Maybe not five seconds, but five minutes to set up. But the thing is, these tests take four weeks to run. And so if you start this now, you're not going to get rich quick, but you might get one or 2% every test. And then the thing mm -hmm. is, your competitors can't catch up. You can. It just takes time to run these. And so you've got like a five-minute investment of your own time, aside from getting some different creative assets. Um, but yeah, start using that. Because if you can pick up like one to 2% on these tests every month, and you do that for six months, like you're going to be in a, a drastically better position. And I've talked to every agency owner that I know. I've talked to a lot of big sellers and very, very few people are using this. The two that I, I always start with, first one is, is sort of customer obsession. You will not, like providing long-term customer value is the way to build sustainable business. There, there are ways to, to sort of accelerate your growth at the expense of, of sort of long-term long -term success. So you can sort of mortgage your, your future uh, in, in different ways. But that's not that's not really the way to build sustainable business. So you need to build sustainable business. 
you need to sort of think like your customers. So really immerse immerse in, in in that in that persona. And if you're if you're building a product, if you're thinking about product design, uh, sure, you want to generate revenue, you want to discover a gap, but think like your customers. Like, why would someone need the product that you're trying to design? Like, what are the how do they feel when they when they use this product? Like, what kind of emotion would you like to have when you use a product that that you're putting on the market? So, so think think with sort of customer customer first. I know it can be it can be challenging at times, but that's that's what allows you to sort of have that product market fit. It, it cannot happen if you don't understand the market. So, so stay focused on, on customer. Uh, and the other one is uh, uh, ownership. So you as a leader, you need like you have full ownership. Uh, or or sort of outcomes of of your of your effort. So there there should not be there shouldn't be a task too small for for you as a as a brand builder. And and so sort of, it's kind of silly. I, I feel sort of this is. I assume people listening to this this podcast they all believe in that. Like the, the, you're entrepreneurs, you're you're kind of pushing the limits and and you're you're kind of getting your hands dirty. But that's that's really impactful state of mind when when you you sort. Of, Take responsibility over outcomes of uh, all actions that you that you do. Okay, yeah, let's do um, a branding strategy. That's kind of where I get most excited because I feel like most people are just selling generic goods to generic people. And like the beauty of the internet is it's given us this intimate connection. Like you can find a subreddit group, anything that tickles your fancy, right? And so when you write your copy as, I I always say like, you know, Procter & Gamble, they made generic goods for generic people. And now we have these brands like, you know, Dollar Shave Club or like the beard oils that they really speak to a segment. They, they, They narrow in like laser beam focus. They know exactly who their target audience is and they can connect with them with copy because they can enter the conversation that client's having in their head because they know their client like down to a T um, in the supplement space you know if we just make a, a nootropic for for everyone we've made a nootropic for no one because now there's people that are making nootropics and if you don't know a nootropic it's thinking something that like helps with your mind right if you make a nootropic for gamers now you can speak a language to them like there's probably a reason a gamer takes like a nootropic and you would speak about maybe it's like when they're you know in the last mile of their first person shooter game like I, I obviously don't play video games so I'm probably butchering this but you could use words that really connect with them versus like hey this will enhance your mind and get cognitive ability and help you focus it's like you would be talking about how they could be like the sniper all-star because they could shoot all their you know that's what i'm talking about we did this really well um in crossfit we we picked that niche with our supplements and it was post-workout recovery and again it changed the whole nature of the language that we used it was like you talked about not a workout you talked about a wad that's what they talk about in CrossFit. They don't go to a gym, they go to a box. And they don't do workouts, they do Fran and Grace. And they have they have a whole language. If you haven't read that book, it's like tribe, tribal marketing or something like that. It, 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 you, you have a language, you know, you have a group of people and people like us do things like this. That's what Seth Godin would always talk about. It's like, you have to kind of carve out that, that community. And then you're really going to build a brand of loyal raving fans because people want to connect. They don't want to be a generic no one. They have actual likes and tastes and they want to belong. And so when you can position your product as a product that speaks to the needs of a certain segment of people, then you're going to win on Amazon. You're going to win not even just on Amazon you're gonna win as a brand because that's what a brand is it stands for something it has a mission and a vision and a purpose that connects with people if you have a separate brand and you think it's a big enough opportunity to spend your time on it then it deserves its own bank account 
its own LLC or legal entity from wherever you're from and its own Seller Central account. So do not take all of your ideas and have multiple brands all in one Seller Central account. And the reason is, is that if you ever want to sell off your pet brand, but keep your brand mm -hmm. in beauty, uh, if you have it all in one account, you're never going to be able to do that because the buyer is going to say, well, I want the whole Seller Central account because that's part of my intellectual property and you're going to have to peel it off later. So if it's, um, if it's good enough to be a big enough idea. Now, number one, if you're just starting out, I encourage you to stick with one brand. Um, but if you are getting bigger and you have a, you know, an, another idea, um, uh, absolutely critical that if you are willing enough to invest the money to think that you've got something big enough to go after, make sure you have it completely discreet. It might cost you an extra thousand bucks a year or whatever it happens to be on the accounting side. But if it's a worth it of enough idea, keep all of your things distinct from each other so that you can exit one without having to exit the other. And my analogy is that otherwise you're asking a buyer to, you know, buy a fruit, um, uh, you know, uh, an apple, an orange and a slab of meat, and they might not be interested in all three of those. So one of the, my favorite ways is, is to show them that I am actually speaking with a number of vendors. I want them to feel that I'm interviewing vendors and that I'm working with other people. And it's not necessarily all about the price. I, I'm usually careful to mention that it's not necessarily about the price. It's about the relationship quality and trust and all of that. But I like to show evidence of the prices I'm getting elsewhere. So a simple screenshot of the price that you see somewhere else, even if it's an R&B, just do a quick uh, conversion. And I use that. That typically will work because they don't want to lose your business. They want, you know, you they, they want to be your vendor of choice. So I will always provide a screenshot. I've even gone as far as providing the PI. Um, I will, you know, re-race the vendor's name and I'll say, hey, look, I've got this PI. And even though your delivery timeline is a week longer, I'm willing to wait. I like your product. I like you, I like your energy, um, but I can't, your prices are too high. I'm not going to be profitable. What can you do? Um, and then a lot of times, and I think most of us will do this is, so right now I have a um, an accessory that I'm producing and my top number was $2 per item. They gave me a price of $2.60. And so of course I said, well, my, my top number is like $1.80. Can't do more than that. My landed cost needs to be a little bit, you know, higher than that. So they came all the way down to two ten. They were wanting to meet me, you know, somewhere in the middle, but I knew two sixty was just way too high. So I usually will go low, well, way lower than I know they will go in order for them to land somewhere in that profitable spot. So those are two of my favorite negotiating techniques, especially as it relates to EWGO. Now, I will mention this too. With EWGO, typically you will need a sourcing agent. And having a sourcing agent negotiate for you, sometimes you end up with an even better deal than if you are yeah. back and forth and messaging on your own. But as far as a tip uh, that's working well, it's really something I learned from from you, uh, Bradley, that uh, that's part, kind of part of your Maldives uh, uh, deal that you did, 
And, yep. and that's, uh, you know, we've even incorporated this into like products of months now with one of the, re- the reports we get on uh, some of the new products, we actually show these opportunities where you take the top keywords from what I do is from brand analytics. I know, I think you talk about using Helium 10, but I take the top relative keywords from brand analytics for my product. Mm-hmm. And you might have a list of say 20, 30 of those. And then I go and I, I punch those into to the Chrome, Amazon.com on the Chrome browser, pull up the X-ray extension. And, and then I don't really care what it's, what it's all showing there as far as stars and numbers and stuff. I go down to the fil- I'll go up to the filters and then I filter it. And one of the filters over in the lower right corner when you build, bring up the lower right corner when you bring up the filter uh, screen is, is title. And I just cut and paste that, uh, that brand analytics keyword phrase in there. And, and see how many people actually have that in that exact form in the title. And sometimes it's you know, like the word hand. I, I did this. Here's an example uh, on this. I did it with hand, one of our hand sanitizer products. We had a bunch of uh, little 60 milliliter, which is like two ounce hand sanitizer bottles that were sold in a set of three. And when we launched it, we were trying to get rank on hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer, jail, hand sanitizer, travel size, hand sanitizer, mini bottles, all those kind of words. And I, after Bradley came out with the Maldives technique, I was like, that's a pretty good idea. Let me go see what's in brand analytics now. And there were words, I do this monthly now because there's new words that pop up in brand analytics that weren't there the month before, maybe when you did your research six months ago. And one of the words that would, had come up was um, mini hand sanitizer party favors. And that didn't exist you know, last year when we launched this product. That keyword didn't exist. Or it might have been there, but there was no volume on it. So I, like, I wonder how many people that have that in their title. And the product had slipped, you know, because of all the problems we have. We were on page four uh, for that, or page five for that keyword when you type it in. And, you know, it was generating 10, 15 sales a day, something like that. Um, I mean, I mean, for the top products on, on page one, 10 or 15 sales a day off of that keyword. And so I was like, let me see how many have that in their title. And so I ran, put, put that into Amazon, pulled up X-ray, did the filters based on title. One person had it out of 60 or whatever mm. the results were one had so I was, mm-hmm. I'm changing the title so I went and changed the title and, and as soon as I did immediately our product got suspended by Amazon's algorithm so I had to get it back <laughs> up but as soon as I because of all the other issues but as soon as I got it back up uh, we went from page five to page one in, in a day and started selling instead wow. of selling basically none because we were on page five off of that keyword started selling uh, probably three or four five a day because the sales went up three or four or five units a day just by doing that. And I was like, let me try that for a few other things. And I did that for a few other keywords and, and it did really well. I'm doing that right now on some of this uh, body glove stuff. I didn't go after the big, huge keywords because we haven't done our big launch yet. Uh, but I, I did the same thing, took the top 20 or so and punched those in and see which ones are not, are not very competitive. And now these are not keywords that have, you know, a hundred thousand searches. They're the few thousand, the three or 4,000, put those in the title almost from day two or three, we're, we're, we're on page two, and as soon as I get one sale, a lot of times you're on page one. And so that's a great way to get some momentum going and to get to get the wheels rolling before you do a big promotion or a big launch. And I know you've done a, a podcast and stuff on this, and you did a huge uh, research project with one of the launch services, and yep. you all came with a formula and adjusted it. And if you haven't paid attention to that or haven't gone to listen to that, go do it because it can make a huge difference in how much money you spend to launch and how successful and how fast you can launch something. I created two 
kind of fake products. These are products that were just like returns or I discontinued a long time ago, but I made completely brand new listings using Maldives methods. Again, remember Maldives is not just about search my buy. You know, I, I optimize a title. I, I put keywords in the title that not many people had in the title. Um, I, I started a fulfilled by merchant on day one and got some sales on day one um, of this. I did all of these things that are part of the Maldives honeymoon strategy. All right. Uh, here is product one. So what I did was I started the product, I, I locked in my canonical URL, all right? And I made sure some, some key keywords were in there. Let's just call it bread cutting board, all right? Bread cutting board was in my canonical URL. Then I was like, you know what? If I was doing search find buy, these are the six keywords that I would target. And I would have hit up AZ rank to do it. But here, I'm gonna do this without search find buy. And, and these were all low volume uh, keywords because Again, guys, remember I, I pay I pay out of my own pocket for for most of this stuff, and you know I have a limited budget with what I'm going to spend on 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 these case studies. So I picked six keywords that ranged in search volume of 200 to uh, 2,300. And let's just say that bread cutting board keyword is is the one that had like 2,000 uh, search volume. Um, all right, so bread cutting board was in my canonical URL, and what I did was I did not have an auto campaign on. I did not have a research campaign or a broad match. I just had one exact PPC campaign, exact manual match, right? And I put these only six exact keywords. I put a fixed bid, super high, like $4 for, for this. You know, I knew that was super high. I, I put fixed bid. I want to show up at the top. Um, so from day one, I was showing up at the very top of sponsored ads. And I put the price, I forgot what I put. It was something like, like $6 or something. And this is a $25 product because I was like, hey, I want people to see this as soon as they type in bread cutting board and these five other keywords and see, oh, holy crap, $6. I'm definitely gonna buy this product. Now, what I did to put it at $6, I put sale price of $6. So the regular price, I put $30 and I put a sale price that is from this date to this date of $6, um, all right? And so, because I didn't wanna get the buy box suppressed. And check this out, guys, all right? On that one keyword, over five days, bread cutting board, let's just say that was in the canonical, I got uh, 2,500 impressions, 26 clicks. These are all organic. I mean, organic as in I didn't pay anybody to do it or use AZ rank or anybody else. 26 clicks, got 11 purchases. Now, the other keywords, a couple of them didn't even get a lot of impressions and they didn't get a lot of clicks and they didn't even get purchases. But check this out. That keyword right there, bread cutting board, 2000 search volume, within five days, page one, position three. The other keywords that were kind of like variations of the that, that keyword, again, that's part of the Maldives strategy. Check this out, guys. Every single one of them, I got to the top 10 of page one. On one of them, I got page one, position one. Another one, nine. Another one, four. Another one, page one, position two. The one that I got page one, position two, I didn't get any impressions in PPC. Guess what? How did I do that? Well, that was in the title. That keyword there was completely in the title and nobody else had it in the title or like one other person had it in the title in, in Amazon. So Maldives still works and that was a, a PPC only launch and I got to page one for all of my target keywords that I would have done search find by. In another sense, I did another product same exact uh, account. This was like a phone case. Some old, I had some old phone cases lying around. Again, picked six different keywords, used Maldives method, got an order within the first day. I made sure to lock in my canonical URL. Two keywords, 
only got to position 18 and 19. The rest, page one, position one. In total, I had only 10 PPC orders, and this was at like $1. I put it at $1 because this was a $9 product, and I put a sale price of $1, and so I got 10 orders, uh, and of those keywords that got the orders, those are the ones that all got to page one, position one. So again, what is this strategy now, which is my first, and which is probably gonna be multiple alternatives to search, find, buy. On day one, try and get sales again, you know, just like the Maldives strategy talks about, make sure to have your canonical URL be your most important keyword. Have that in your title. Hopefully it's a keyword that not many people have in their title. And then pick two, three, four, five, six, seven keywords where you know that people, uh, you know, people will, will definitely buy your product at a cheap price for it. And then put a sale price, put a huge sale price where it's like irresistible despite the fact that you have zero reviews, right? You know, like if you've got a, a $30 product, are you cool with putting that $9, you know, as a big sales price? Um, because you know, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this year. We had some great, amazing guests. Um, we hit a, a lot of milestones here on this podcast. Thanks you guys over a million downloads. Uh, we had consistently, uh, over a hundred thousand downloads per month on our different podcasts. Don't forget the podcast family is growing. We've got the serious sellers podcast, which is what you're listening to right now. We've got the AM PM podcast hosted by Tim Jordan. Make sure to listen to that as well. And then towards the end of this year, we launched our first foreign language serious sellers podcast. So if you guys are German speaking or Spanish speaking, or have an audience that does uh, speak one of those languages, make sure to go check those out. Just type in Serious Sellers Podcast Auf Deutsch for uh, the German one, or Serious Sellers Podcast in Espanol for the Spanish one. It's on Apple Podcasts, should be on Spotify soon. Or you can go to helium10.com forward slash German or helium10.com forward slash Spanish for those two podcasts. Make sure to take a listen to those and then you know make sure that you you get a notification every time we launch a new episode here on this podcast so you can hear more amazing or 30-second tips in 2022 that can help you crush your Amazon, Walmart, or e-commerce business. We'll see you guys next year.